Hey everybody, I'm Tracy and welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. It's just me in the studio today because we don't have a full episode, but we are so, so hyped to share this shot with you. A couple of weeks ago, we had the hilarious, hilarious Nicole Byer on the show. We laughed for just about an hour straight. I think it was such, such a funny episode. But there was a moment where we were talking to her about what it's like to be on stage, like what it feels like, what it looks like, what it sounds like, I think even what it smells like. It was really, really dope to hear her describe this thing that so many of us will probably never experience. Stand-up is such like an individual type of beast because you're on stage by yourself and either you make people laugh or they like heckle you and they boo you and people who can do that really really amaze and mystify me I've been in front of crowds before but I never felt like this huge burden to be the only person responsible for everybody having a good time and laughing that's just crazy to me but Nicole does it and she does it often and it was really really dope to hear her describe what it's like This is a really, really good reminder and a fun reminder, I think, that your faves are slaying, they are killing it every day, they are beasts, and we should really, really appreciate what they do. Okay, so if you will, go on a little trip with me. If you're listening and you're sitting still and you can safely close your eyes, please do so. If you're driving, keep them open for the duration of your trip. It's Friday night. You and your friends are at a comedy club, and every seat is packed. And what you're about to hear now is what it's like from the vantage point of that person on the stage behind the mic stand. Ladies and gentlemen, Nicole Byer. A comedy club sounds like, for me, it sounds like intimidation. I don't do vocal exercises. I do breathe in and out, trying to, like, stop my heart from beating so fast. Just like in and out, blowing through my mouth and shaking my hands and then like kind of closing my eyes and moving my head. Cause I get very nervous every time I go on stage. Those nerves, like my stomach will start kind of being bubbly and then sometimes I'll get hot or cold and then I just kind of have to move my mouth to make sure that I know how to speak. (laughs) I just, I get really, if I don't get nervous, then I get nervous because then I'm like, do I care? Do I even fucking care about this show? So, like, when I'm nervous, I know that's how I know I still care. Backstage at UCB is just like hot and smells like garbage. <laughs> like traditional comedy clubs, like the improv will smell like fried food, it'll smell boozy, it'll smell like a bar. It just feels comforting. All of those smells feel very comforting. So I'm just like waiting, waiting for them to say my name, waiting to see if they'll mispronounce it, waiting, waiting for something to go wrong. Check one, check. If a crowd is super quiet, then I'm like prepping myself to have a bad set. If the person before me is crushing it and everyone is laughing really hard, I'm prepping myself to have a bad set because a quiet audience might hate you or they might turn and love you. Or an audience that loved the person before you may also love you or may turn and be like, you're not the person we just saw and we do not like you. So I'm always just constantly bracing myself to bomb. I don't want to see a single fucking face. I don't want to see you not laugh at me. It's awful. It's awful to look at an audience of like 
people not laughing. But then sometimes you're like, oh, they're smiling. But then you're like, fuck you. Honestly, I can't hear smiles. I've had shows where I'm like, fuck, that went terribly. And then people are like, no, everyone loved it. And I was like, then nobody was laughing. I was like, oh, everyone was smiling. And you're like, oh, all right. <laughs> Getting that first laugh feels like everything's going to be okay. For the next 10 minutes, you're fine. Nothing's wrong. You're on stage. There's people there. They're looking at you. They like you. You're getting the attention you want. Uh, and it's therapeutic because I think the stuff I'm saying is funny. And then when people validate it, it feels very good. <laughs> so like the beginning of my uh, the set I do now, I'm like, uh, is anyone here in a relationship? And if there's dead silence, I'm like, oh, fuck you guys. Fuck you. I literally asked a simple question. You guys are going to suck. And you just kind of brace yourself for the bomb. Sometimes I am fine bombing because I'm like, fuck that audience. That audience was bad for everybody. Sometimes there's shows where like everyone bombs and you're just like, that was audience. That was not us. Like that's, I've seen these people. These people are good. And then you're just like, fuck you. And then sometimes you bomb and you're like, none of those new jokes work. Nothing worked. And you fuck up your old jokes and you're just like, well, I mean, this is not, that's not the last show I'll do. So you just kind of have to, sh I mean, personally, just kind of shake it off, but then like kind of harp on it and I record all my sets. So then I listen to them and then I try to figure out what exactly went wrong. And then sometimes it's just like, well, you had an off night and you got to move on. So I used to do a joke where I asked people about putting a Snickers bar in their pussy. And every time before I would do that joke, I'm like, you shouldn't do this. This is terrible. <laughs> what an awful thing to say to a group of people who are not suspecting you to ask if you've inserted candy in your pussy. Like, what an awful thing to ask somebody. I'm like, I'm ruining someone's day like this. But then, like, it always goes over well. It always gets a great reaction. It's a very silly joke. So it's like, hopefully these people are just, like, on board to hear about my dating life. Because that's the next thing I talk about. So it's just hope. A lot of hope. I hope these people like this. The last like bar set I had that like went really, really well, this guy came up to me and like punched me in the side, like jabbed me. And then I like was like, why don't? And he's like, I just want to tell you how uh, you did a good job. And I was like, you never have to punch a woman. Like, and then he was like, I want to tell you you did a good job. I was like, you could, you didn't have to do any of that. You could just said, excuse me or my name. Cause you know my name. And then uh, he was like, sorry, I just really wanted you to know you were funny. And I was like, thank you. He's like, I just want you to go to sleep knowing that you were funny. I was like, baby, I go to sleep every night knowing I'm funny. You don't have to tell me. Big thanks to Nicole Byer for her stellar storytelling skills. <laughs> Alliteration. So a little while ago, I tweeted a question very absentmindedly. I didn't know that as many people were going to respond as they did. But I'm glad that they did because apparently it's a really, really dope question. And that question was, what is something that you are trying to unlearn? And I don't know what prompted me to ask this question, but a thing that I'm trying to unlearn is referring to groups of mixed people or women as guys. 
because it's just ridiculous. If there was ever like a group of men and women and I was like, hey girls, the men would have a fucking fit, you know? And I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I'm also trying to unlearn ableist language. I'm trying not to use the word lame. Um, so I think most of the things that I'm trying to unlearn are like lingual. And it's really, really, really hard because I've got 34 years of deconstructing to do. But some of the answers that I got were, um, some were really, really funny. Some were very, some were kind of deep. One person said that he wanted to unlearn thanking other people for their presence while apologizing for his and I was like damn damn so we want to know what you our dear listeners are trying to unlearn if you would like to tell us and I really really hope that you will shoot us a very brief maybe about 60 seconds or so voice memo if you have a smartphone if you have some other recording device record yourself telling us what you want to unlearn and email it to us at another round at buzzfeed.com and maybe you'll hear yourself on a future episode you can find me tracy on twitter at broken poverty because i don't have any money this is a happy song with sad emotions behind it and you can find Heaven on Twitter at Heaven Rants. That's Heaven like the place in the sky. And Rants like the thing that people do sometimes. Sometimes you just gotta rant. This shot was produced by the Pod Squad. That's my impression of Heaven's attempt at, a, at an air horn. I think it's so adorable. This episode was produced by Eleanor Kagan and Julia Ferlin with production help from Meg Kramer. Thank you to Paul Ruest at Argo Studios. Thank you to our in-house musicians, Miss Jean Gray. You can follow her on Twitter at Jean Greasy. And Don Will of the almighty Tanya Morgan. You can follow him on Twitter at Don Will. You can follow us on Twitter at Another Round. You can Facebook us at Another Round. You can email us at anotherround at buzzfeed.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, which is fab at buzzfeed.com slash another round slash newsletter. You can get yourself some Another Round merch if you would like some swag, if you will. You can get yourself a mug. You can get one of three Another Round t-shirts. And a certain somebody on the Another Round team was recently spotted out in the wild wearing her Another Round shirt. So if you're looking for other Another Round listeners, this might be the way to do it. Just saying. Drink some water, take your meds, call your person, clean under your fingernails. It's really important because you never realize what kind of dirt's under your fingernails. And a lot of times, like, you know, you're just sitting and you're like, you've got your hands on your face or maybe you like bite your nails. All of that gunk and grime is going into your body, directly to your immune system. Your immune system is like, oh my gosh, I was just, this is just too much. It's just too much for me. So clean your fingernails, wash your hands often, get a good lotion, and smell some. And have a good day. We'll be back next week with a full episode.